welcome on the show, man. It's uh, it's great to have you on here, and uh, yeah, really looking forward to uh, Eternal Fifty Eight, man. Uh, just around the corner. Yeah, yeah uh, actually, uh, I'm not I'm not fighting on Eternal Fifty Eight, bro. Uh, for my last fight two weeks ago, I broke my hand. Any plans in place for when you might be uh, might be back in action, or uh, uh, any plans for when you might be uh, might might be able to train? Uh, again with the with the hand. Well, bro, I'm training pretty light at the moment. Um, uh, I'm just uh, I'm just thinking of recover, man. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So you want to take time to uh, make sure it heals properly, so you can uh, you can you know obviously get back uh, back into uh, training the best you can. Really, so you really want to heal exactly. it up. I just want to talk a little bit about uh, how you. Uh, how your journey into uh, MMA started? Uh, can you tell yeah. us a bit about how uh, how uh, how you you got to this point? Yeah, man. So okay, yeah. So um, I started MMA martial arts. Sorry, since I was when I was six, I did like traditional martial arts for about yeah. like seventeen years. And um, bro, I always wanted to fight. You know, um, always uh, had role models in the fight game, like. You know, Mike Tyson, Bruce Lee, um, uh, Muhammad Ali, all those people, you know. Um, and um, so all I wanted to do was fight, man. And um, and uh, my, uh, my, actual, my previous martial arts club, they weren't really into the whole fighting side. I was just uh, mentioning there uh, about your, uh, your, your route into MMA and obviously... Uh, wanting to be a fighter uh, from a really young age and uh, quite similar to, to, to me in fact um, uh, when I was uh, younger uh, I, I got I got bullied quite a bit because uh, uh, it was quite uh, short and stocky and it was actually my uncle who uh, got me in the gym training MMA uh, and it was just simple stuff at first you know wrestling technique uh, boxing technique um, yeah. but it's just that kind of development which I, I, I really enjoyed um, so for me, it was it was just about finding uh, confidence, uh, and then later on, it, it became uh, a bit of a passion. So I uh, I film boxing now, when, uh, and uh, and uh, uh, a bit of an avid photographer. Uh, so that's how it's kind of led me uh, to to the path I'm on now. Um, but it really the development uh, is important, and I think from a young age, if, if you're taught this kind of discipline, it's discipline you remember for life. Um, so it's twice so in, so important, uh, and uh, and and I think uh, on the indie shows, you know, um, that's where all the all the you see all the best stories. You know, the guys with uh, really grassroots um, experience. Uh, so so really feel passionately uh, about about that. Uh, but just talking about yeah. uh, you know your your experiences and your route into MMA. You're talking about uh, people who inspired you. Uh, is there anyone you've based your your game off, your fight game off? Any fighters that you kind of look up to and you want to kind of emulate their style, or, or is your style something completely unique to you and something you want to kind of develop? Uh, bro, like uh, I, I base my style off a lot of people, man. Like, um, bro, from John Jones to Conor McGregor to uh. Bruce Lee to Mike Tyson to freaking anyone, man. Like, 
do I see something I like, I do it, you know, even my, my fellow training partners, you know, I steal stuff off them all the time. Absolutely. And, and, Absolutely. I, and I use it, and then use it in a way that works for me. I'm always picking everyone's brain, you know, I'm always looking to like, to, to take something on board and, um, you know, use it. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, see the the kind of um, uh, fighting that uh, that we learned when when I was younger is it's called bushido. Uh, if you know, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, bushido. Yeah. Uh, but it's yeah. it's like a, mi- a mix and match of lots of different styles and techniques. Um, so it's it, it's like almost like a freestyle fighting. Um, so if you yeah. ever get into trouble on on the street, it's kind of that style of fighting. Um, so you yep. know, uh, really close quarters combat, and and your kind of your kind of style um, reminds me of that kind of free flowing uh, bushido style combat. Um, but yep. it, 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 it 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 shows man, and in this kind of uh, fight game, you you've got to you've got to be unique, and you you've got to be yourself. I mean, I look at guys like uh, I don't know if you're fam- familiar from from the Bellator, Michael Venom Page, really unique yep. style. Uh, and that's oh, why he saw you. Yeah, absolutely. Me. People remember him after the fight. If you don't catch his name, you you'll remember the fight because it, it's, he's that entertaining. Uh, and and yeah. I think when I see when I see uh, clips of uh, of you fighting, it really reminds me of that really um, energetic, really free flowing style. And I think that's that's the kind of style that's um, it's popular in an MMA at the moment. You look at guys like Connor and 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 John. Uh, it's a really popular style, and uh, you can really take it anywhere by by uh, adding your own unique twist on it. You know, I, I see guys exactly. mixing uh, uh, Muay Thai with with dirty boxing, and, uh, and then also, you know, if you if you learn the ground game and, and the wrestling game, you know, a bit like Khabib, I mean, he can do everything on on the ground. Um, but I, I kind of like that style where fighters mix and match and find their own unique blend. Uh, a bit yeah, like man. Anderson Silva. Man, uh, just really reminds me of Anderson Silva. Just had everything, you know. He had the leg kicks, he had the wrestling, he had the ground game, you know. Just uh, an out and out, just a, a machine. Uh, and and is that is that something you uh, kind of obviously you you want to develop it because obviously you want to make it unique to yourself. And I like I like the point you made there about um, you know picking your your, your training partners' brains about uh, techniques and, and styles that they they employ in their game. Uh, and that's so important, man. Uh, it really, really is. Um, so, uh, just talking about your your uh, injury there, um, is it a possible return date when when the people can see you back back in action, or uh, a possible uh, fight date? Oh man, I'm not sure. Like, whenever, as soon as it heals and I, and I got full range of motion in my hand, then I can I can throw my punch hard. I'll be back, man. Yeah. Is there a particular opponent that that you wanna? You want to lock horns with? Um, yeah, man. I got a few guys uh, on the radar that I wanna, I wanna beat. So, um, all with good records, you know. Uh, the guy I was meant to fight had a four and zero record. Um, yeah. Uh, tried to fight a guy with a six and zero record, but he turned me down. So, like, it, it's it's um it's tough, man. Like, sometimes it's hard to get a fight, a good fight, you know. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. You you want to build you know, uh, experience? Uh, I, c- I completely yeah. understand. Have the right fight it, with the right people, you know. So you build your experience yeah, absolutely. In the 
you know yeah you um, want you want people to push you you want you want people to push you so you can you know you can uh, you you can find your natural uh, uh, limit and, and then build on it do you know what i mean and if, exactly. if you're fighting absolutely if you're fighting a guy who's who's had a similar amount of fights to you or, or even more that's more experience for you to take into the locker for you know when when you come up against uh, more experienced guys you know you've got that you've got that uh, that experience in you because you've uh, you know if you fought people who were who were, were at a similar level and and, that, and that's exactly. what you want to do man that's that's what you want to push you to the next level you you've got to fight exactly. guys guys like that and uh, I, I just want to say in terms of the future and thinking ahead where do you where do you kind of see yourself in uh, in in 5 years time uh yeah yeah where where, where do you see yourself in 5 years time my friend man i see myself in one of the biggest organizations in the world fighting in front of uh thousands of hundreds and thousands of people man um you know i see myself um you know influencing a lot of people to do their thing in the world man like the main thing bro for me i don't care about the money i don't care about anything but you know making sure i wake up every day knowing i'm doing what i love and i and i make people do what they want to do and do their thing but through my through my through my fighting and martial arts that's all I oh, absolutely you man couldn't, you couldn't give me a paycheck to convince me to do anything else um you know oh, I, absolutely I man for a living and I, and I and I think it's a really good thing to do you know to keep that to keep that humble mindset you know to understand the value of like money and society and shit and remembering absolutely. the reason why I do this isn't about money it's about it's about my um it's about that dream I had when I was a kid you know like fulfilling that you know and then now after that bro I've lived a good life you know what I mean like absolutely absolutely yeah. uh, just to, to to go back on what you what you said there um, you said you want to fight for um one of the biggest promotions uh, out there and uh, I, I don't know whether you you're alluding to to the UFC when you say that um Yeah, but in my eyes, yeah. in my eyes, that's the biggest promotion, and uh, and it, and that's where lots of lots of guys want want to go. That's the dream for them. Um, and uh, yeah, man, if you keep it keep it open and uh, keep doing what you're doing, and, and you're doing all the right things, man, uh, eventually you're gonna you're gonna end up there. You're gonna end up in the UFC, yeah, man. man. And and that's all you want to do. You just want to keep pushing yourself and keep progressing your career. Um, I like to call it baby steps. You know, just take a little step at a time, and and eventually you'll you'll get you'll get to where you wanna wanna be. And uh, yeah, man, the UFC is a, it's a different level. I mean, um, you know, it's the 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 buzz around the UFC card. Uh, if you make it onto a main card, just the exposure you get and the people you you'll meet it on that journey up to the top, man. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a real. I remember when uh, uh, I remember when uh, uh, Nate Diaz and uh, Nick Diaz broke onto the scene, uh, and they were they were fighting really uh, small circuits, and then they got their big break, uh, uh, obviously, uh, for then uh, on the on the UFC main card. And I remember seeing those guys develop so much, and uh, it just made me think anything can happen. I mean, those guys were from uh, Stockton. Uh, so anything can happen yeah, if you put your mind to it. Really, honestly, you can you can make it places. I mean, uh, uh, there's a there's a young lad, uh, there's a young lad that I I know who uh, um, trains at a gym close to me, 
uh, and he put his his, his uh, mind and, and his body on on the line every week in training uh, to give 100%. Uh, and now he's he's fighting for a, you know a Commonwealth title uh, in the UK, and, and and he's so close to achieving his dream. So it can happen, man. He's got to put uh, 100% yeah. maximum maximum effort all the time. Uh, but is there anyone uh, from the U- any from one from the from the UFC uh, that you'd like to have a dream fight with? Man, I'd love to fight. I'd love to fight Conor McGregor. I'd love to <laughs> fight. I'd love to fight Khabib. I'd love to fight anyone, man. That's uh, that's that's really good, man. Like get get experience from you know anyone who Absolutely. anyone who uh, I look up to. I'd love to fight, man. Like I'd love to uh, have, absolutely. A, have, have a fight with them. Um, get that experience, you know. That'll be freaking cool, man. You know, the only person I'd like to get knocked out by would be Mike Tyson. You know, it'd be an honor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah. I mean, Mike, Mike was a was a special fighter. Um, we actually we did a we did a, a show the other day. We were talking about uh, Judge Foreman. Uh, and uh, Mike Tyson's name came into it quite a bit because we were talking about the hardest hitting uh, heavyweights of all time, and and uh, I kind of said he's got to be Mike Tyson, man. Uh, absolutely yeah. had uh, one hell of a, you know, it was more his technique as well. If you look at his technique before he uh, sets the punches up, the the space he creates and the movement. Uh, I mean, especially for 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 the size, the frame he had, the way he moved his body was uh, was unreal and. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we've got two uh, listeners' questions, so we're going to play them and uh, maybe you can answer a few of them. Yep. Yo, sorry for, for being late to the show, man, but I just heard you talking about Anson Silva. That's uh, my all-time favourite fighter ever. I believe he's the, the greatest, in my opinion. I'm actually doing a talk show about Anson Silva on Wednesday. Sorry for being late, guys. That's all right, man. Oh, sorry for uh, my last <laughs> post. I only come in halfway through. Uh, sorry about that, guys. Yeah, Farhood. Um, oh, yep. I was an awesome show to sport talk as well. Bless you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Uh, Farhood, where whereabouts yep. uh, do you train um, in Australia? Do you, do you train near, um, you know, Whitaker's place or anything like that? Do you, do you train near anywhere like that at all? Where about so, you train? They've got mates up there, see, as well, see? So, so um, Rob Whitaker actually trains uh, about 30 minutes from where I train. Um, I train at Australian top team. Um, so, that's in, like, near the city kind of thing, in the, in the hub, you know? Um, we've, had a few, we've, had a, we've had a few UFC fighters come out of the gym, um, so one of the best gyms in, in, in the country, man. The we got number one uh, the in three divisions. Our, one of our our fighters are number one in the feather in the bantam uh, flyweight lightweight division. Oh, and even the heavyweight. So four. Yeah, man. I just want to uh, quickly when you when you get into. Um... The kind of fight mode when you when you're getting ready for a, a, a fight camp, what kind of um, what kind of toll does that take on you mentally and and, and what kind of what kind of uh, toll does it take on you uh, physically? How, how how do you prepare um, for a fight? Um... Um, you know what? The only mentally um, mentally, I just. 
you know what, man? Like, I used to get really stressed out, but now I just, mm. I've, I've learned to have fun with it. Um, um, the fight itself for me is the most fun thing about it. You know, you're putting on a show. Yeah. Like, you're, you're fighting in front of all these people. Like, why are you going to be anxious and have anxiety and all this shit about it? You know, like, it's unnecessary. It's better to look at it and be cocky and and um, and have fun with it, in my opinion. Um, because I think that, like, if you're confident, you're you can come across as a dick. But if you're cocky, mm. you're just being playful with, with that confidence, you know. Not cocky in a like in a in a rude way, but like cocky in an entertaining way, you know. Oh yeah, and, absolutely. And that's what people like. Um, and learning how to do that just made me not stress out so much and just try and be more calm you know you don't want to be stressed out during fight camp you don't want to be stressed out before the fight you want to be calm and relaxed because that's when you can do your best you know yeah absolutely I think when you when when you come into a fight uh, and you've got other things on your mind you, you're gonna you're in for a tough time you want to kind of clear your thought process so all the decisions you make in the octagon uh, are, are the best for the night. Um, and uh, a guy, a guy I know who uh, who we've trained with down the gym said uh, uh, before a boxing match he likes to um, he likes to meditate uh, because uh, he, he thinks that you know you just want to block out all that negative energy uh, because exactly. when you come into the exactly. when you come into the ring you want to you want to be focused on on. Two things: uh, your game plan and 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 and, and how you're going to execute it. Um, and yeah. I think that's such a such a vital point because uh, I don't think a, I don't think a lot of people do this. Um, really, actually, just meditating before you uh, before you train or, or before you uh, before you fight. Um, is, is, that's gonna it's gonna put your thought process at ease and, and it's gonna make whatever you're doing in the ring a lot a lot smoother. Um, but I mean, it's not for everyone. Uh, this was a good piece of uh, uh, advice. Um, I, I can't remember the, the, the who, who told me. So I can't remember his name. Um, uh, I think it might have been uh, Alex. Um, he's, a, he's a he's a he's a coach at one of the one of my local gyms, uh, and and he says it's just it's just about getting you, yourself mentally prepared. And he says if if you can master that, uh, uh, if you master that thought process. Everything you'll you'll do in life just it'll flow a lot easier because you want to be st- stress free when you when you when especially in the fight game in split second you know you can get hit with a shot or if you if you lose your focus um, you'd be in a world of trouble so you really want to want to keep calm and and, and and keep thinking about the fight and uh, and keep thinking about um, the game plan whatever game plan you've devised you just want to focus on executing it exactly. Like Prince Nassim Mohammed, he was amazing at that. He was awesome. Yeah. Trying to think, someone else who's cocky and arrogant. I like Chael Sonnen as well. Chael's awesome as well <laughs> with the cockiness. I was about to say, does uh, Alex uh, Volkanov, does he train at your at your place at all, bro? I don't know. You said that the way. I don't know who you are talking about banterweight. I can't think. But yeah, is it uh, Alex uh, Volkanov? Uh, Alex- Alexander Volkanov. Alex- Alex Volkanovski trains in Wongong, so it's about an hour away. Um, yeah. No, he doesn't, he's fine with us, though. Um, but it's tough, man. I've seen him get dumped on his head. 
by one of the boys, to be honest. Yeah, he's uh, he's got an upcoming fight, uh, hasn't he? For, uh, uh, for Volkanovski, um, I think yeah, he's uh, he's fight. He's probably he's probably in camp. Then he's probably yeah he's probably training. Uh, who do you think is probably the best fighter to come out of um, uh, Australia? As a, as of recent, because I know there's lots of guys coming coming through the ranks now. Who would you say is out of out of the last five years, ten years? Who do you, who would you say is the guy who's really taken it to the next level in terms of uh, uh, Australian mixed martial arts? Man, I'd say uh, Alex Georges. His name's Alex Georges. Alex um, Georges. Yeah, he uh, he made his UFC debut against Demir Ismagulov. Um, took it on nine days' notice. Um, and he lost the decision though, but he took it on nine days' notice, man. You know, uh, cut like thirteen kilos in nine days. But Absolutely, massive respect to, to those guys that take fights on short notice, man. That takes yeah. uh, that takes heart, man. That takes heart because um, it's one of those that um, you're always going to be slightly unprepared. But sometimes it can work in your favour. Especially when I look back at a guy uh, who waited all his career for a title shot, you know, Michael Bisping, and he finally got the, the title shot on sh- on short notice, and and he knocked out, um, you know, Luke Rockhold. Uh, so anything can happen yeah. when you take a fight short, man. It, it's just, uh, it's just, it's just a shame some guys take uh, fights on short notice because they're struggling to secure fights. And um, but it, it, it is what it is at the end of the day. It can work in in both ways. But yeah, I remember back to that fight. Uh, uh, Michael Bisping, one of my all-time. Honestly, I, I think that guy's one of my all-time greatest ever fighters, man. Really love that guy. Uh, just hot for days, man. Uh, he would just put everything on the line all the time. He kept himself prepared for 15 years for the for that moment to come for him to, you know, uh, take his shot when it came. Yeah. Uh, but just going back on what you said about uh, Volkanovski, yeah. Uh, UFC 260 he takes on Brian Ortega. Um, so that should be that should be an interesting uh, interesting. Uh, fight uh, for Alexander Volkanovski. Uh, chance for him to extend his uh, his current record. Uh, I think he'll remain champion. Uh, he's a great fighter. He's skillful. Yeah, great yeah. wrestling. I uh, remember when he uh, he uh, dispatched uh, um, Max Holloway. I remember that yeah. fight. Um, so just uh, talking about uh, your aspirations a little bit in the sport. Um, so you said you want to fight, hopefully one day for a big uh, fight promotion. Um, have you uh, have you considered uh, uh, Bellator or, or or is UFC the the destination that you uh, you definitely want? No, UFC is the destination, bro. There's some good fights to be had uh, in the Bellator, though. I, I must say, I could see a few guys who, 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 uh, who might might be might be a good fight for you, man. <laughs> yeah. There's a guy who fights down there called uh, Paul Semtex Dela. He might give you a really good fight. Uh, or, even, even, <laughs> or even even Or even yeah, he's he's uh, I really love that guy, man. Uh, mad respect for that guy. He uh, he's another guy who puts his uh, heart on his sleeve and uh, always uh, always gives his all in in any kind of fight, man. 
I just want to say thank you for coming on the show, man. Really appreciated uh, your time, taking time out of your day and, and coming on the show. We've got uh, another no message. Worries, I'm man. just going to play the message and then uh, uh, we'll call it call it a night. Yeah, man. Paul Daly is amazing. Uh, I loved his fight with Nick Diaz in the uh, back in strike force. That's probably one of my favourite rounds of all time. What a round that was. Thank you, Farhood, for coming on the show and we wish you all the best with your uh, recovery uh, and hopefully we'll see you uh, back soon and uh, hopefully it'll be the UFC we see you in next month. Thanks, bro. Bye. Thank you. Guys, if there's uh, uh, any content you've missed in the last week, um, all the content is now moving over to YouTube on YouTube Live. Uh, so please drop us a follow on Instagram and Twitter. All the links uh, will be linked there uh, to all the upcoming content. And we're planning some more shows as well coming up uh, in, the, in the near future uh, as well. So keep an eye out for all the updates on uh, Instagram and Twitter. And uh, we're going to be doing a show with uh, Sam uh, 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 on the 18th of March, United versus AC Milan. Uh, home leg uh, preview uh, and then also uh, a post-match uh, show on the 18th as well and then on the on the 27th uh, we'll be doing uh, uh, obviously the uh, White and Povetkin fight uh, but three days prior we will do uh, a prediction show uh, with a local uh, boxing legend uh, so stay tuned for that also.